is happening now? We're about to send you back to the Rebuta! <laughs> And welcome to another episode of Back to the Future, the show in which we take a classic film that one of us or both of us might not have seen, and we take a look at it now. I'm Amber Inch. And I'm Drew Bridger. Yay! So you know what that means, everyone? It means that Amber has done another intro, which means it's a film that Amber has picked that I haven't seen before. And we are hopping back in our Wayback Machine to a time when it wasn't so bloody hot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. It's bloody up. So to give a little bit of reference, the sound might sound a little bit different this week because not only do we have a window open in our recording space, there's also a fan going, which you can probably hear a little bit in the background. It might be messing with the sound a little bit. And uh, that's because we're in the middle of a heat wave. It is unprecedented. It is currently 10.37 at night. And it is a... Balmy, <laughs> a balmy twenty-one degrees. What's that even mean? The sun, the sun is literally on the other side of the planet right now, and it's still as hot as it was during the day <laughs> the last time we had a heat wave. <laughs> what? He's a powerful boy. <laughs> He's a powerful boy. The big hot ball of fire in the sky. He's a hot boy. So if you can hear the fan going in the background, I'm afraid that's something we're just going to have to... Look. <laughs> well, I mean, I was expecting it to be a fan like... Way! In the background. But, I mean, you know, you don't always get what you want, really, do you? When I said we were going to have a fan going in the background, you thought, is that going to be noisy? I'm like, well, probably. He might be cheering quite loudly. I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell him to keep it down. <laughs> He's only a little fan. <laughs> Whee! <laughs> Whee! <laughs> so, if you can hear the fan going in the background, sorry, but I'd rather not die. So, I mean, there are a lot of things that I would do for this show because of how much we do for it. I'm going to admit to you now, dying isn't one of them. <laughs> no. But we are heading back in our way back machine. Maybe that's machine. what Meatloaf was talking about. <laughs> I would do anything for love, but I won't die. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, so he won't really do anything for love then, will he? <laughs> but. But he won't do that. I don't, I mean, you know, there's so many things you could read into about that song. What is it that he won't do um... for love? Eat sushi? I don't know. <laughs> Definitely not that. Have a well, apparently, right. Apparently, right before he died, it was uh, get vaccinated. But there we go. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> I was too busy thinking of the you joke to realise. You were too busy realize... talking over me saying it. <laughs> I was too busy trying to get the joke out because it was yeah. right there, and you had already said it. Ah. Oh. This is why you're quicker there at me than I am. What? I don't know. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> it's hot. That's why I'm quicker at meat than you are. That's why you're quicker at meat than I, I am. I was trying to say, you're quicker than meatloaf. No. I was, I was trying to say, this is why you're quicker than me than I am at getting the joke out. <laughs> we are heading back in our Wayback Machine to the year 
1989 to the year 2000 to take a look at Parenthood, which is a film that you suggested to me eons ago. Yeah, it was ages ago. That you wanted to do. Yeah, because I always tell you about good films that we should watch, and then you always go, "Uh, let's watch this rubbish one instead. Well, I mean, last time we were going to do this, we were going to do it, and then you said, oh no, you got to pay for it on Prime. Don't bother with that one. Let's do something else. And I think we did something like, I don't know, Police Academy or something. Which ended up being obviously not as good. So we finally got around to watching Parenthood. Yeah, it's different than what I thought it was going to be. What did you think it was going to be? Well, we'll get to that in a second. I first of all (laughs) want to ask you what first put this on your radar as a film that you wanted to do for the podcast. Um, Because I asked you if you'd seen it or not And you said no And that's what we do on the show uh, I, I mean <laughs> Right that's the premise But what was the what was the meaning The meaning was that you hadn't seen the film before Okay yeah, yeah. but that um, My mum and dad were watching <laughs> it one time And I was yeah, yeah. like I don't know I was in school so I was a teenager um, And so they were It was on in the house and they were watching it and I didn't see it from the beginning that time. I saw it kind of like halfway through. But it just made me laugh. And I like, the kids just cracked me up. Um, <laughs> the little kids. And kid. so, yeah, I just thought it was a good film. And then there was another time. Like, Sky went through a phase of like having some films and then they would play them over and over again and then stop playing them for ages. And then they'd get mm. other ones and they'd play them over and over again. So I think it was like that. So they were watching it when it was going through its cycle of on Sky movies quite a lot. Mm. So then... I what we it what through. we refer to here on this podcast as ITV2 syndrome. Yeah. Where ITV2 will get just hot fuzz. Oh. <laughs> What's the one that they've been doing? There's one that they've Shrek. been doing recently. Yeah, it's all the Shrek films that they've been doing recently. There's Rango. <laughs> Rango. Yeah, they were playing Rango pretty much at the same time every week for about Every Sunday. It was every Sunday at exactly the same time. And I think it was for like four weeks straight. <laughs> it was crazy, something crazy like that. But yeah, ITV2 will get films and they will just play them. Yeah, so it's like that. Till till they have made all of their syndication money back from it. Yeah. <laughs> so I ended up watching it um, from the start like another time. But Right. Yeah. I just thought it was funny. It's just kind of, I don't know. It's difficult to explain, isn't it? Because it's just... It's kind of slice of life, but also things do happen. Yeah. So it's not quite. No, I and I, and I get that. It's like slice of life films. They do kind of just follow. Like Napoleon like, Dynamite would be the thing yeah. I would say. It's like nothing really happens. It's just like, oh, we're just watching him go to the prom. Yeah, it's like a day in the it. life or a week in the life. Yeah. Of, and this is so much. So this more is like a long that. span in time. Yeah. But it is kind of. It's almost like a long summer, isn't it? Yeah, it's like this four one. months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until you yeah. get to the end. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I kind of get that. And Steve Martin is really good in this film. And I, and I, I don't I'll actually really like him, though. That's why Do you it's not? like... Yeah, so it's kind of surprising. Oh, yeah, we've I established this on, like, episode three. Oh, yeah, we watched... Didn't we? Planes, Planes trains, trains and, and automobiles. automobiles. Yeah, and you we established that you weren't a, a big Steve Martin fan in way back in episode three. And, 
you know, we're we're at episode well, over forty three now. If you take into consideration all of the specials that we've done, yeah. So we're well over that. We're over the forty five episode mark at least now. So. I thought, you know, maybe it's about time we give Steve Martin another chance. Still not a fan of him, apparently. It's not going to change. Oh, okay, right. Is there anything that you could do that might change it? Nah. Because we're watching... Well, we haven't watched... It's not his fault. Like, he's been in good films. It's just doesn't... Right. (laughs) I don't know. Just don't take to him. Because we are watching... Well, we're not watching now, but the second season of Only Murders in the Building... Oh, yeah. Is out. See, this is the thing. He's in a lot of things that I actually like. Yeah. But I just don't like him like wow. that much. Wow. He's going to be really upset to hear this. You know, no, he's no. never going to come on this show. Oh, well, good. And, I, and we were going to talk to him all about Only Murders in the Building. And then oh. we were going to sit down and watch The Three Amigos with him. Oh, no. Yeah, because that's got the other guy from Only Murders in the Building in it as well. Oh, yeah. What's he called? Um, the one that isn't um, Chevy Chase, the other one. Um, yeah, him. Um, anyway, while I look that up, <laughs> was he in the Three Amigos? He was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were in the Three Amigos together. Oh. Yeah, we were going to get Steve Martin on. We were going to talk to him about all all about only murders in the Can building. Can we get Selena Gomez instead? Ah, yeah, but she wasn't in the Three Amigos. Sally Gomes. Sally Gomes. <laughs> She's definitely not going to come on the show if we call her that. Why? That's an term of endearment. Maybe she will. I was being nice. Maybe she will. Do you reckon if we gave if we gave Steve Martin a cool nickname, he would come no. on the show? I can't if we think call him uh, Stevie Martz. <laughs> Stevie Martz. S Smart. We could call him Smart. S Smart. S M R T. S S M R T. I mean S M A R T. Okay, so. As we do every episode, we get the person that hasn't seen the film to give us a rundown of what they thought the film was going to be before they saw it. Do you want to ask me the question? I'm going to ask you the question. Oh, you're going to ask me the question, are you? What's the question? You know what the question is. (laughs) (laughs) I thought this was actually a bit that you were doing. I was playing into the bit so hard. I thought that was a bit that you were doing. It was. I thought it'd be quite funny, but also I can't remember how you um, word it. Oh, okay. No, I literally... What did you think of the film before we watched it? Oh, okay. I'm so glad that you asked. No, that wasn't me asking. Do it again. (laughs) I'm going to do it better. I still thought it was a bit... I just think I just I just assume that everything that you're doing is a bit. I okay. love it. Okay. Um, what did you think this film was going to be about before we watched it? Well, I'm so glad that you asked. <laughs> so, as far as the actual plot line of it goes, I thought it was pretty much what it ended up being. I did think it was going to be about Steve Martin kind of not struggling. But going through some things with his kids, like his kids are experiencing problems or, you know, he's got to take care of this to do with the kids and this is happening at the same time. I, it kind of surprised me that it was all of the rest of his family as well and their kids. So there's like multiple threads 
happening. Yeah, it's showing I, you all the different types of parents. I thought it was going to kind of go through, like, different years of him. Oh, the, okay. And it was going to be, like, uh, an ongoing thing of, like, watching his kids grow up mm. and the things that he has to do, like, when they're... So, you know, it'd be, like, one year... Like, the kid's like, oh, I want to be an astronaut. So he buys them all space things. And then, like, five years later, he's like, oh, I want to be a doctor. And it's like, oh, okay, right. I thought you wanted to be an astronaut. You know, it's, that that kind of thing. I, I will say that it was way less Steve Martin kind of humour than I expected it to be. And I, yeah, and it's not like yeah, yeah. He doesn't play up, but maybe that's why I like it. I kind of I like the like the straighter characters that he plays because it's his like over the top irritating jokes that get me get on my nerves. Sure. Sure, like his his skit comedy stuff yeah. that he was famous for so was a little bit like why ridiculous. Do, why do people laugh at that thing where he pretends that his crotch is talking? <laughs> I mean, it's a good joke. I don't know, but I don't get no, it. No, I mean, I don't know either. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't get it though. Like, I actually just don't understand it. One thing I will say to his credit though is that any time he brings out a banjo and starts playing the banjo as part of a bit that he's doing that always does make me laugh he's very good at bringing a banjo into things and making up songs <laughs> wow what a talent <laughs> well no it's just the fact that he can like make up songs and then play them on a banjo like do you know how hard it is to play a banjo i don't know say banjo it's one really more time <laughs> it's really difficult to play a banjo <laughs> It's not There's that a lot difficult. of strings on them. There's loads of... No, there isn't. There is. I thought the point was there was less strings. No, there's a lot of strings. There's like 12 strings on a banjo. <laughs> I thought it had like four strings. No, that's a that's like a hillbilly <laughs> banjo. Yeah. That's... yeah, well, what's the difference? No, 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 no. Banjos have like quite a lot of strings. <laughs> it, they're harder to play than you think because you got to... It's all of the picking that you got to do on them. <laughs> But uh, no, any time he brings out a banjo, I, I generally find that quite... Like, he'll bring the banjo out, and I'm like, oh, here we go, we're in for a good time now. It's got four strings. Does it? <laughs> what the hell am I thinking of that the has modern, 12? The modern band... A sitar. Oh, <laughs> no, am, I getting, <laughs> am I getting my instruments mixed up the again? The modern banjo comes in a variety of forms, including four and five string versions. A six string version tuned plays similar to a guitar. Oh, okay. And either there was at least six strings. on there. No, there isn't. Because I thought it was much like a... <laughs> it sounds a lot like a Four guitar. Four or five, but... or you can get a six. Oh, okay. Well, I wonder what banjo I saw that had that many strings on it then. I don't know. The grand piano of banjos, the D12. <laughs> I guess that means it's got 12 strings. Yeah. But Yeah, but that isn't, that isn't common. Oh, okay, all right, okay. So maybe okay. somebody really clever that you saw was playing oh, 12. Oh, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe. I just reckon that there's just lots of different kinds of banjos. Banjos, that thing that goes... Yep, that's the one. Yeah. Yep. That four, that four string. And then that over again. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I suppose you've proven your point there pretty well, <laughs> haven't you? So, I felt like the comedy was very much less like his usual kind of thing that I've seen him do. Things like... Yeah, things like planes, trains, and automobiles, or the jerk, or you know, things like that were 
things Cheaper that you... by the dozen. <laughs> yeah, which, you know, I'm kind of convinced this film actually leads into somehow. I feel like this is actually a prequel for Cheaper by the Dozen. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah. He just had to find someone else to have all the kids instead. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, one of them's got to be Hilary Duff. Yeah. He eventually gives birth to Hillary. Well, not him. He eventually. He eventually. He eventually has a daughter who turns out to be Hillary Duff, which is crazy because she's also Lizzie McGuire. Where did we ever land on the Lizzie McGuire podcast? Or am I bringing this back up again at the wrong time <laughs> I now? I forgot about it. <laughs> oh. oh, dear. I wish we were doing that now. We're going to have to workshop the, uh, the Lizzie McGuire podcast. I think people would actually listen to that. I want to take a poll eventually. I'll tell you what, I'll start it here. If anyone listening is a big enough fan of Lizzie McGuire. Everyone's big fan of want, Lizzie McGuire. And would want to see us do the official, unofficial Lizzie McGuire podcast. <laughs> where what we, what we would do is we would basically do our live commentary of an episode, each episode, and work our way through every single episode of Lizzie McGuire. And everyone can listen along and watch at the same time. Yeah, it would be our live commentary track on it. <laughs> yeah. And then we do a little breakdown of it afterwards. And that's just like the crazy thing that gets the attention of the people that used to be in the show. Like, we could get the girl that plays Kate to come on the show. Because yeah. she would be well up for that. Or her brother, Matt McGuire. No, he's too famous. Is he too famous now? <laughs> Oh man! Well, he's he's yeah. I don't know. Uh, what's he famous for though? I mean, is being he f- in Lizzie McGuire. Oh, he's being famous. Oh yeah, he's main cast. He's he he's also, the A-lister. No, when he was older, he was in another um, Disney show, and he was like much older, and he was like really dweeby. Oh, he wasn't in Phil of the that? Future, was he? <laughs> he was like super. He was like he was really tall, but really skinny. But he had like his hair like proper like slicked back like so doofy that tracks <laughs> that oh. tracks to that kid <laughs> i could tell that kid was gonna grow that up to be the, super lanky that, oh lanky yeah yeah oh no did he grow, he didn't grow up to be um the shermanator in uh, american pie did he because he <laughs> no. looks a lot like him no oh okay all right so yeah i felt like it was a little bit more humbling kind of humor that you had in this film i felt like it was a little bit more down to earth yeah, it's a bit more normal yeah which i actually quite liked and the other thing that surprised me not only were the amount of names attributed to this film like keanu reeves yes for instance didn't expect to see him crop up in this i'm film. sure that i told you all these people were in the film I, I, you may well have done. I'll be honest with you. I, I probably forgot almost a second after you told me, and that's no slight against you. That just shows my the extent of my object permanence and my retention for information. Yeah. But I will admit, I, I was surprised by Keanu Reeves being in this, but also I was surprised for how much of it he was in this. Okay. Like I thought he was going to be in it. But like for a for a bit, yeah, and then like go, and that's all. Oh, that's the last we've seen of Keanu Reeves. Oh, okay. yeah, no. I didn't think he was going to be in it like right from the start till right at the end. Well, he wasn't well. really like massively Keanu Reeves then. No, but he was doing. He's. You can tell how he kind of got typecast a little yeah. bit 
Because he's basically being Ted Theodore dude, Logan. Dude. He's dude. yeah, he's just Ted in this. Dude. And this was I still think this was Oh no, this was before point break. So he wasn't Yeah, way before. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this was still building up to being in point break and speed. But yeah, this was right before he was this is while you're trying to make it as a comedy star and not an action star. Yeah. So he found his niche. He did. He did. Do you reckon that the kid that they had in this film is the kid that grew up to be John Wick? <laughs> just thinking out loud. What? How old would the kid have to? I don't know. I, I mean, know. I'm just thinking about it. He would be. A, he'd only be a year younger than me. A year older than me. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. Thirty-three. That's true. That's true. I don't. I think John Wick is canonically meant to be older than that maybe he's the dog yeah (laughs) he's the dog cool okay but also it surprised me that ron howard directed this yeah i actually didn't remember that i didn't know i was i was really surprised that this was a ron howard film and thinking about it okay it it does make sense a little bit because Ron Howard isn't a director that sticks to any one particular niche kind of film. Yeah. And this would have been right around the time in Ron Howard's life where he was having kids that were kind of around some of these kids' ages. Yeah, maybe he just had the idea of the story and thought, oh, I'll just, I'm just going to do that Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that it's a really well-directed film as well because there's a lot of people in it who are really good and give really good performances and it feels quite genuine. So, yeah. I think everybody's really good, especially um, Joaquin Phoenix, who was called Leaf then because yeah. that, was his, like, that was his Children of God name. So <laughs> His Children of God name. It's not yeah. No, I know. No, I know. I, I, but I'm like, I'm laughing because it's like... Yeah, when you say it like that, it uh, is a bit like, okay, uh, it's a wonder he made it this far. But It's because he's that good. Yeah. He's so good in this film. He's so young and he's just, like, his acting is just so good. Oh, it's tragic. And we have seen from River Phoenix in Stand By Me that even at young yeah, ages, they were both yeah, really good actors from really a young good. age. And yeah, Joaquin Phoenix in this, because you, you said at one point that there was a really difficult scene for a kid to do. Mm. Oh, when he's on the phone. Yeah. Because he's got he nothing. has to react yeah. to nothing. I mean, maybe like, there might actually be somebody on the other end of the phone to, like telling him lines, because that would, I mean, I suppose that would make it more natural. But even so, even if there was, it's still oppressive. It is. It is. Absolutely. And, oh, you know. It's so sad, that bit. It is. It is quite sad. And he did really well in this film, kind of being the quiet kid who just silently kind of plays off of things. And But, but yeah, and then you see him, like, change yeah, later on in the film. Yeah, because he thought he, <laughs> he just needed to work out that he wasn't a weirdo, like, because he wanted to watch, like, Naked Women. Yeah. That's, all, well, he needed, all he needed was for Keanu Reeves to tell him, dude... I were like I like looking at naked chicks too. <laughs> were 
Thanks for uh, dropping in, Keanu. That was uh, that was nice of you to come in and do that one line for us. Thank you. It's like he was here in the room. Was it incredible? Do you have some Matt Maguire trivia for us there? Did no. you find out who, what he? Oh yeah, he was, he was in? in Corey in the House. Oh, a party every day, baby. Party every day, baby. <laughs> why is our Corey in the House? Honestly, why why can't they yeah, put that? Corey under- in the House. Why isn't that a thing? No, I was looking up Parenthood trivia. Is the trivia worth the time? The answer is no. It's all really rubbish. Oh, <laughs> is it? Okay, well, give me a one little bit speci- of trivia. This is how bad it is. Well, all right. One specific highlight. Okay. In this film, Steve Martin plays the father of several children. Yes. Okay. As he did in <laughs> Cheaper by the Dozen as well. I know, but I mean, that's not a surprise. All right. In reality, Steve Martin did not become a parent until he was 67 years old. 67? <laughs> Good Imagine God. having a three-year-old at seventy. Wait, how old is he now? <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. When so how long? Wait, if he only had a wait, if he only had a kid. This is blowing my mind. So if he only had a kid when he was sixty-seven, that's that ten years ago. So he's ten now years ago. He's, he's seventy-seven now. Jeez. With a ten-year-old. Wow. He, he does look good though. I mean, yeah. And he was already but... grey all over. So like, you know, you wake up, you like, you learn. Well, no, my <laughs> my mum's dad right. found out that she was pregnant with me. Moi. Right. Moi. Went to bed, obviously stressed. Woke up the next morning, grey hair. <laughs> what? Everywhere? <laughs> In a lot of places. Like, almost all of it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. I love it. Went to bed, a regular looking dude was so stressed. Woke up the next day, grey hair everywhere. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Wow. So your mum caused him a bit of stress. Yeah, but then I turned out to be the greatest gift on planet Earth. So he wasn't stressed anymore. Hey, ain't no one re- doubting <laughs> and that. And it reversed. <laughs> no, <it didn't>. <laughs> <laughs> so it does beg the question then, if he had a kid, well, he didn't have the kid, but, you know, it's his oh, first kid. Oh, this is quite exciting, actually. Okay. This was the first movie filmed at Universal Studios Florida before it opened. <gasps> what? We're going there. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. We're going there. Whoa. Whoa. I wonder where it was filmed then. I don't know. I mean, they must obviously have Maybe a backlot somewhere. Like the inside of the houses or something. Maybe. Maybe. But they must obviously have a backlot there Yeah, because they used to use it and now they just don't anymore. No. I, I didn't think they ever used it for actual film, and I thought they just used it for, like, the ride that was there, but I think it's, like, Fast and Furious or something. Yeah, I mean, Universal Studios in Florida didn't open until early 90s. June 7th, I think it was, 1990. Yeah, 1990, yeah. It? And this was filmed in 1989, so they only filmed it, like, the year before. So, yeah, yeah they must have literally just used it right before they put stuff in there for the theme park but i don't know yeah i don't know because there were only really a few things there when it first opened because they didn't open islands of adventure until about five six years later i think i don't really know but yeah it wasn't there at the start no no and i think they only opened with a few things like et and confrontation and um, they had the Alfred Hitchcock Psycho House there. They did, they did. Yeah, I think they also had the uh, earthquake experience. I don't know. 
as well. I think that was something that they opened. Ghost the Jaws. The yeah, Jaws, Jaws ride was there when they opened, I think. I'm pretty sure. We're turning into a uh, theme park podcast now as well. So if you want to hear that from us as well. We're what? We're turning into a oh, theme park podcast I can't do well. that. No, no, no. But if you do want to see us uh, do a theme park podcast or even do the official unofficial Lizzie McGuire podcast, then do interact with us with the show using the hashtag BTTRpod and either say Lizzie McGuire yes or Lizzie McGuire no. And uh, we'll total those <laughs> Lizzie up. Lizzie McGuire, oh no. <laughs> so there's another bit of trivia that I think you've just found as yeah, well. I thought there was, but I'm not sure. Reaction. I want to double, I want to fact check. Okay. Well, I mean, I will give a thumbs up to the uh, Steve Martin being a dad at... <laughs> That that gets a that gets a thumbs up. That gets a little applause. Oh, it does really? make me wonder who is who his wife is in that case, and how old she is. Because oh, she no m- m- maybe I'm hazarding a guess must be significantly younger than him. But I mean, um, you know, it's just weird that he's a dad at that age. Wow, all the Rolling Stones kept turning out to be dads. Well, yeah, there is that as well, but that's because they're like pickled by Jim Beam. Yeah, but But people are getting older at having children nowadays because they want to get their own lives in order first. Yeah, there is that. There is that. Maybe that. Maybe this is what parenthood, a new version of parenthood, would be about. Well, they've already done two TV series of it. Ah, have they? But it's probably rubbish. Ah, okay. Did it not come like really well received then? I guess. Oh, I don't know. Well, so maybe that would be like a newer version a new newer version of parenthood is you know people having kids when they're <laughs> older 50. after they've lived their life and the struggles that they have I, I was thinking parents. like 35 not like 80 right yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm that age now and I still don't think I should be a parent <laughs> but uh, but that's Jeff Goldblum turned the role down did he See, I don't know that this would be better with Jeff Goldblum as... No, no. I don't think that would work. I think that Jeff Goldblum is a great actor, and I think he can do a lot of stuff really well, but I don't think that... I don't think that a comedy like this is something that would be up his... Which is probably why he turned the role down. He probably went, that's um, not in my wheelhouse. Yeah, maybe. Because he's smart. He yeah, knows these things. Oh, they tried, to, they tried to get him to be two different parts, and he said no to both of them. He, uh, they probably tried to get him to be his um, kid brother that has the gambling addiction. Yeah, probably. Who's it? What's, that? What's he called? Larry. Yeah, that's him then, yeah. <laughs> Larry! <laughs> yeah. So it was probably him. Which, I mean... That would make sense. I can see him doing that. Yeah, I still don't know about that for him, though. I don't know. It's a bit... Yeah, I don't think this is the right film for him. I'm no. Gla- I'm glad he turned it down. <laughs> yeah, I think he I think he went on to do better stuff by holding out for Jurassic Park. Yeah, I think so as well. So I think I think he did well with that. Not better, not better better for him. Better for him, yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh... Although, if you ask me which film I would rather watch at the drop of a hat, Jurassic Park is probably going to be the one that I would pick over Well, Parenthood. you would, yeah, but I probably wouldn't. Personally, yeah. I probably wouldn't. No. <laughs> so, there was a lot that I found quite funny 
about this film, I do have to say, which you'll be happy to know. I found a lot of stuff pretty funny in this film. Um, not just Steve Martin, though. Again, you'll be happy to know that. It wasn't just Steve Martin that I found funny. I found uh, the the kids quite funny. There was, the, the kids were quite <laughs> that, Like the youngest hilarious. boy makes me laugh so much. <laughs> just you... puts a bucket on his head and just runs into his stuff. <laughs> See, and that was the thing that that I knew when you said, "Oh, it's this little kid that makes me laugh so much in this film." Right at the start, I was like, "This kid's gonna do some real stupid stuff." I can tell. I was like, "This kid's gonna be a bit of a dinlo, isn't he?" Like he, bat- he batters his head on the wall, and then he like he stops like still for a second, and then just like grab puts his hand on the wall to steady himself. And it's like he's so young, and it's just so funny. That seemed pretty genuine, though. I, I have well, to say. Maybe. I'd say, I think they were just filming that kid doing stuff. Yeah, probably. And he just went, oh, I'm a bit dizzy. Hang on. <laughs> it's so funny, though. It's just so funny. And, and the, there was one bit that really got me right at the start, and you and I was quite impressed by because, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm assuming this is kind of what kids are like sometimes. But it was when he said, oh, do you not feel well? Do you feel like you want to be yeah. sick? And she just went, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, at the drop of a hat. Right on cue. Oh, you feel like you want to be sick? Okay. <laughs> yeah. It kind of made me think, like, I wonder if that was a little bit like you at one point in your life. I don't know. What? what projectile vomiting everywhere? No, not just projectile vomiting, <laughs> but just when someone asks, like, oh, do you feel all right? Do you feel like you want to be sick? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Mm, I was sick a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Just because I didn't travel good. You did not. You still... (laughs) What do you mean you didn't? You still don't. (laughs) still don't travel very well. I know. You're like a a cheese in that sense. You don't travel very well. You need to stay refrigerated. I can't even have cheese. Well, that explains it then, doesn't it? (laughs) It's probably why you're so sick all the time. Stop eating so much cheese. Oh, I don't <laughs> eat any cheese. I know. No, you. I mean, you still don't travel very well, and I just imagine that that was a little bit what you were like when you were a kid. You were just like, yeah, I think after so, about yeah. an hour in the car, oh, do you not feel well? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> but don't think about it, and then you won't feel sick. Just stop thinking about it. Yeah. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> Literally, though, how can you stop thinking about something that's making you feel so terribly bad? Like, yeah, I can try and stop thinking about it, but guess what? That doesn't make it go away. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Oh, oh, I mean, so you've broken your leg. Can you just stop thinking about it and then you'll be fine? Oh, can you just stop complaining about your twisted ankle? Oh, okay, <laughs> right. I'll just keep it to myself then. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> and you know what? I never listened. <laughs> I bet you didn't. If you tried to give, if you tried to give me advice, and that was your advice, it didn't work. Oh well, stop thinking about it, and then you won't. How do you know I'm thinking about it? Because you're talking about it all the time. Oh, do you want me to stop talking about it? Is it annoying you? Yes. Well, I'm going to carry on then. <laughs> Until <laughs> someone gets the point. <laughs> do you know what I found difficult to do was um, placing the daughter of the other woman, and I I can't remember their names. Julie. I can't remember their uh, Julie. Thank you. I found it hard to place her because I knew I'd seen her in something before and I'm like, what the hell have I seen her in before? And luckily, we were watching this on a streaming service that I won't name because we're not endorsed by them and we are not endorsing them. 
and we don't want to put any more money then I'm it's absolutely necessary really rubbish. into the uh, <laughs> the owner's pockets uh, of because uh, he's already rich enough. However, we were watching it on the streaming service, the only streaming service available that has the X-ray feature that when you pause it brings up the names of the actors that are in the scene that you're watching and what else they've been in, which is that a is really a and if that if I was to implore every other streaming service out there in the world whether you're a disney plus or whether you're the peacock streaming service from uh cnn C cbs whatever uh, channel it was the, the peacock nbc probably nbc that's the one thank you whether you're either of those you know or someone in between for the love of god get a feature that is like this one because there is nothing more irritating than when you are watching a film and going ah oh, I know this person from something else but I don't want to have to get my phone out yeah. to look it up and miss part of the film that's got or pause the film in order to look it up when all I have to do is pause the film that I'm watching and you just Tell me. Yeah, that's a, it's a good idea. It is a great idea. Do you think idea. they own IMDb? I don't think they own IMDb. I do think that that function is powered by yeah, IMDb. I think, yeah, that's why I wondered if they had like a, a thing going so, together. So, yeah. Because I think they're in cahoots because I think the user scores on... Or no, the star ratings on IMDb... Oh, right comes from the oh, user okay. ratings from the streaming service oh, and users on uh, that have profiles on IMDb as well. So I think it's a mixture of the two. I don't Because when I'm in the cinema, no, I obviously sure. don't get my phone out. No. But I'm watching the cin I'm Because you're one of the good ones. Yeah, I'm watching a film <laughs> and you and like I do have to stop myself sometimes from going, "Oh, I know that but oh, I just look up. Oh, yeah, I can't." Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't look up. And then you have to remember and then you can't remember. You gotta wait for the credits at the end of the film, and your whole yeah, you're there you hanging on to it the, the whole film, going, "Oh, who is this person? Who is this person? Who is this person?" Yeah, and I can't enjoy the film now because I'm trying to think of where this person was from. Yeah, and then it gets to the credits, and you go, "Oh yeah, it's that person. Oh great, I can watch the rest of the film." Oh no, oh. <laughs> oh it's over. I've got to go out to the lobby, buy another ticket for the next show, and come back in again. And it's really annoying when it's Elvis and it's a two-hour, forty-minute film. Yeah, but, because I seriously knew where I'd seen this guy Elvis before and I just couldn't remember, so I just had to wait until the end. Didn't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Rubbish! Yeah, I know. I know. I kept going on about him the whole film. I know. Who was this guy? <laughs> Who was this guy, Elvis? <laughs> oh, I swear I've seen him in something before, but I don't know. Couldn't have been that big a deal. <laughs> My dreams. <laughs> I love it course if you did have to go and see the elvis film again immediately afterwards you would have absolutely zero problem with that you'd have that on a 24-hour loop if you could I actually would <laughs> spoiler alert you still cry every time <laughs> two, two times it wasn't my fault the person next to me set me off that wasn't my fault that time yeah i, that was no, I know no control. sorry yeah <laughs> 
what I said. The person next to me started me off because he started crying. I was like, no, I don't mean you. <laughs> it was me as well, though, a little bit. <laughs> I will hold my hands up and go, yes, it was me. Just inject it well. into my veins. Give me good vibes all day long. <laughs> Just inject Elvis straight into me. We interrupt this show to bring you a brief word from our sponsors. Amber, I would like to tell you about Greenbird gift baskets. Cool. Cool, you're interested? Interested. Excellent, I'm glad you said that, because Greenbird gift baskets is a small local business based in Southampton offering gourmet gift baskets beautifully hand-wrapped in biodegradable cellophane. They use products from small local businesses wherever they can and are perfect gifts for weddings, birthdays, baby showers, or simply as a thank you. We are passionate about supporting small local businesses who offer delicious products and share our values on sustainability. There is a selection of baskets available online, Greenbird gift baskets at square.site, and all baskets are totally customisable for dietary needs and tastes. Greenbird gift baskets offer sweet, savoury and mixed baskets as well as picnic boxes, and prices start from just £25 for a gift basket. Amber, they can even add wine or fizz for an extra special touch. Collection is available from Southampton or they can deliver to surrounding areas. So visit Greenbird Gift Baskets at square.site and check them out on Facebook and Instagram at Greenbird Gift Baskets. Oh, and make sure to tell them that Back to the Review just sent you, yeah? And now we return to your regularly scheduled programming. So what were some of your favourite parts of this film? Um, I really liked when he sang Suspicious Mind. <laughs> still talking about the Elvis No, one. I was joking. That was just a joke. Great. Um, no, Suspicious Minds is my favourite part as well. <laughs> what a coincidence. That actually wasn't my favourite part. <sighs> I don't know. I really... I've, oh, I don't know. There are so many bits. I like the... Um, I like the whole bit at the end. It just makes me laugh when the kid runs on stage. <laughs> and he's like, get off my sister! And he's like, like crack, <laughs> yeah, crack like head the other, that guy head in the, button in into the, the other kids and stuff is really funny. He's ruining, he's ruining the show. <laughs> he's gonna ruin the, he's ruining the play. She's like tripping over herself to get her out, <laughs> like like someone was interrupting her. <laughs> he's ruining the, he's ruining the. No, you stop it. No, I'm telling you, he's ruining the. He's so, she's so annoyed that she can't even finish her own sentence. <laughs> choking on her own rage like so funny. interrupting herself they could have gone up there and stopped them though they just stood there and did nothing that was their children that they could have stopped yeah like not stopped but gone up and gotten at least but anyway yeah they're having fun i suppose just ah. let them, just let them do it let the kids run wild too late now too late i mean they're on the stage at that point it's already chaos chaos <laughs> has already happened by the time they get on the stage <laughs> you know the, the second that there's a single stage invasion that's it. The chaos has happened. Anything yeah, after that is just that, like, you? yeah, there's it's no coming back from it. It's more memorable, though. Yeah, might as well roll with it. It's more memorable. More people yeah. would have remembered that. See, this is the thing about films like this or films akin to this that are comedy films but have that kind of relatable aspect 
to it yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, the comedy comes from real life yeah, situations. It comes from the real go, life situations. Oh yeah, that totally could happen. Or oh, my kid done something ridiculous like that. You know those yeah. types of things. Yeah, and it's like there's lots of little moments of comedy <laughs> like when throughout he picks up the, the film. Vibrator instead of the torch. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's like an that. air cleaner. Wow, it's really big. <laughs> Some people have really big ears. Okay, <laughs> you literally say that, and you're sat next to your grandma with the biggest <laughs> yeah. ears I've seen. <laughs> I feel like with films like this, it's lots of little moments of comedy yeah. along the way, rather than like really big memorable moments of comedy. Although, although saying that. <laughs> I did like the bit where he comes out as, what was it, Cowboy Gill. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got the bath mat that yeah. he's, like, ripped in half to make the chaps out of. Yeah. And he's just, like, <laughs> he's, he's saying, like, how he shot the other guy and all the other kids aren't, like, <laughs> oh, oh, no, oh, like, upset or anything. They're, like, yeah! How <laughs> like, was like, this big? Actually, now that I think about it, it was this big! And all of his guts came out and they're yeah. like yeah! yeah and then i slipped in the guts <laughs> and i'm like oh yeah because that's exactly what kids are like at that yeah. age like when they're like nine ten years old they're just like oh yeah dead things it's like, <laughs> all right okay weird <laughs> poo and stuff that's what they it's love they love poop like songs about diarrhea yeah exactly that's a good song though that is <laughs> i mean it's a catchy song. It's just it's just it is a people like trying to do their best, isn't it? It is. Just you know. It is. It is. And uh, you know, and that's and, and they'll turn out how they turn out. Yeah. That's something that's I kind of like about this film. It is just about people trying to do their best and uh and I feel like the Rick Moranis character as well in this film. I don't want to say that that's what I would end up being like as a dad. But I do feel like there are some people in the world who take parenting super yeah, serial. Like, oh, got to be super serial about... And she'll be the one that will turn out, like, crazy and rebellious as well because they won't let her do anything. Mm. I think that's why the mum was trying to give her a bit of balance and, like, don't play with that kid who's just, like, banging his head on stuff. <laughs> <laughs> He's just spinning in a circle. She's like, why? why? <laughs> Because it's fun. Doesn't look fun. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you. When you get to when you get to your parents' age, spinning around isn't a whole lot of fun actually. Because mm. you get inner ear problems from it. So I mean, and then you need that ear cleaner. <laughs> the giant ear cleaner. <laughs> I do feel like if I was to place myself as one of these parents, you know, I I I, I feel in my gut. Like, I would probably end up being the one that's like, oh, no, you got to teach them this, like, at this age, because this is when they're going to learn it. The, Like, you know, I, I would probably be the kind of person that starts trying to teach their kid Japanese or whatever when they're, like, two. You can only teach them if you know how to teach it. You don't even know Japanese yourself. <laughs> no, but, I mean, this is what I'm saying. It would be, like, a learning curve for us both. Like, oh, let's, um... let's both learn Japanese together. <laughs> Because they pick up, like, it is scientifically proven that they pick up languages super quick. Yeah, so you, you can have teach to them, do it like, multiple five or something. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Get them while they're young. Teach them all these things while they're young. 
play them Bach I mean, yeah, that and is true, Mozart. But you don't want to over. You don't want to overdo it. No, you I mean, want to let them be children. Yeah, I know, but this is why it's got to be a balance. So you do like a little bit of the teaching of languages, and then you take them outside and like throw a frisbee for them or something. I don't oh, know. Dogs. Well, I don't know how to train these kids. All right. <laughs> oh, I only know how to train dogs. Okay. <laughs> we give them so, biscuits when they're good, and then we chuck the frisbee for them outside. Hey, look. That's how they learn. Oh, I when, did something when did right. You get your, when I did get you get a biscuit. Jack Russell. No, it's not. It's a child. It's not Jack Russell. Oh. It's my daughter. <laughs> I, I give her, you know, she does a good trick. She gets a custard cream. <laughs> they reminded me of Angela. No. Angelica. Um, Angelica from she Rugrats. She didn't remind me of Angelica, but no. um, if they carried on, she might have ended up like that. Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they remind, just remind me of the mum and dad from... They all, like, the brother always thinks that he's better than Tommy's dad yeah, and all yeah. that sort of thing. But yeah. then they're a bit like, maybe that's where they got the idea from. Maybe. Maybe. It might be a little bit of something like that. Like parenthood, but done from the kids' perspective. Because then they've got, like, the crazy one who's got the twins oh yeah 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 which is like the woman with the porn addicted child and <laughs> they could totally be phil and lil or whatever they're called yeah probably probably <laughs> dylan lil lil and dill phil phil and lil philip and lilith philip and lilith yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you know this is the weird thing like i didn't even like that series that much what and my memory of it is still so clear. Are you joking? Well, I didn't. I just, it had less appeal to me than things like Thundercats. It's not even the or, same. It's, it's, it's not, even, not the even the same. same. How old were you when Rugrats came out? I want to say I was probably seven. Seven? Eight? Oh, okay, yeah. Seven? I was eight? Like five or something then. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was. Progress. No, see, that was the era for me of things like Power Rangers and, uh, you know, Hey Arnold and oh, yeah, things I like that. Hey Johnny Arnold, Bravo. Yeah, Johnny Bravo, obviously. Yeah, obviously Johnny Bravo. <laughs> obviously. And obviously Dexter's Johnny Lab. Bravo. Dexter's Lab, yeah, obviously. Oh, I was all about <laughs> Dexter's Lab. I was, much, I was much more uh, Cartoon Network than I was Nickelodeon, so... Yeah, I know, but your Cartoon Network, like, when you're a bit older... Yeah, although saying that, I didn't actually have Sky in my family, so I say these oh. things. What and are you talking about, then? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they were on, like, ITV in the morning or something. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you never watched Cartoon Network, okay? No, I didn't. I didn't get Cartoon Network on Sky until I was... Jeez, I want to say like fifteen. Yeah, Whew. we just had no need for it in Everyone's our family. Yeah, uh, yeah. This that's is why. The thing. That's why now you're maladjusted on Rugrats. This is this is true. This is true. <laughs> and while we're talking about parenthood, yeah, this this plays into it a little bit because I think the reason that we didn't get Sky was because my mom was already concerned about the amount of TV <laughs> that I watched yeah. and absorbed and the amount of, you know, video cassettes that I would literally, like, wear out from having them on repeat or whatever, <laughs> right? So she was already concerned 
in the and this was in the 90s this was before we had screens in our pockets okay yeah, yeah, yeah. she was already concerned about my level of screen time that i was having with, and that was just with four channels <laughs> and a, and a tape player you know if we had like 200 channels and i would be flicking through them like constantly that's like she would just be like about 80 channels in the 90s that that would be my ADD like out the window at that point. No. It would just be like. So you never no. played Beehive Bedlam. Never oh! played Beehive Bedlam. That was the number one. No, I had a Sega Mega Drive instead. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's not instead. Beehive Bedlam was just a game on Sky that you played. Yeah, I, I'm familiar with it. I just never. Have you seen no, it? No, never, never. Have you never, actually never... seen it before? Yeah, I've oh, seen okay. it. I know what it is. Yeah, I was never exposed to it. Oh. Never exposed to the wonders of I wasn't really. Bedlam. I didn't really watch TV that much. Right. Um, I always just wanted to like be in my room and dance. <laughs> sure. I just made up dance routines. And so you had the music channels on. <laughs> no, I mean, I just didn't even need to watch TV that much. That oh, right. wasn't really a problem. And then I would like to watch it sometimes. If my brother was watching it, we'd watch it together sometimes. But I wasn't really... It wasn't a concern, like the amount that I was watching TV or anything. Like oh, that. it was in my because household. I just like, I just like to dance. <laughs> I just wanted to put on different outfits and sing to myself. Yeah. Yeah. And a bit, admittedly, if I was, there were times when you know, if I was away from the screen, I would be outside, like riding my bike. Oh yeah, no, I'd never be outside. No, I was. <laughs> oh, okay, right. No, I mean, I did have... I, so, in all credit to my upbringing, there, it did end up being a very healthy balance of the two. You know, I, w I would go out and do things as well as re-watch <laughs> video cassettes. Yeah, I'd watch Power Rangers and then go out and be Power Rangers outside. <laughs> that, I mean... Okay, so you've literally... I didn't expect to be called out like this. Yeah, that's boys' life. But that is literally what life. it was for about three or four years of my life. Yeah, yeah absolutely, 100%. I'd just be like, oh, I've just come back from Haven and they did this really cool dance move, guys. Do you want to see it? And I'd be in the playground doing my Haven dance move. <laughs> <laughs> Your dance routine that you learnt while on a holiday. Yeah. Love it. So what other bits of this film would you consider to be like some of your favourite parts that were like sticking out in your memory? I don't know. It's unexpectedly sad at the end as well, isn't it? A sad. little bit. Yeah, with the little kid that stays with the grandparents. Oh yeah, that is sad. Yeah, I got a bit I, I, didn't I got expect a bit that sad like when um the other brother turned up and he was talking to the dad about the car and and all that sort of thing in the garage mm. for the first time. And when I was hearing that conversation, I remembered, oh yeah, I remember what happens with the car, like with him and all that. Mm. And I was, oh yeah, it made me sad. Mm. That poor old man always bailing out, the stupid waste of space. Yeah, and you kind of <laughs> see it on his face that he he thinks he's finally got I through know, to him. I know, and he then thinks, he just knows. And he just realizes after he, you know, they, they go like, yeah, and he goes, okay. And he's like, great, and he gets up to go. And then he sits back down again when he starts talking. He says, but I've got this one other thing. And he just realises, like, he no. isn't ever going to change. No. He isn't. He can try. No. He can try as hard as he can, but he just isn't ever actually going to change. Which is a little bit, a little bit sad, because, yeah, like, sad. as a parent, you don't want to see your child going through that. And that's why he kind of says, no, I don't think he is coming back. Yeah, no, you know, he's not coming he's just like, you know, He just look after that boy instead now. Yeah, exactly. And then he does does the right thing for 
the kid that has his life ahead of him instead. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, I, I like that's a little bit of a somber note for the ending. But I know, but it's, it's actually like, happy. Like the last yeah, shot know, of the is. film is everyone's having a good time and they're all one big family and they've all got new children and they're all going to bring them up together and everyone's yeah. happy. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's nice. I mean, I know what your favourite bit of the film was, was uh, towards the end, where the grandma has her moment of clarity <laughs> and talking to them about roller coasters and <laughs> merry-go-rounds and different things. And he says, well, that was a lovely story. <laughs> mm, what a great story. <laughs> <laughs> that bit sticks in my head, lodges like all the time. I've only seen this film a couple of times, and the last time I saw it was ages ago, and that still sticks in my mind of one of the things that I remember about the film, just that one line. And when she goes, go on, hurry up, it's time to get your grandma. She's, I think she's still playing Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It was just, it's just the mental picture of the kids downstairs actually playing with things, yeah. and the grandma's upstairs, because the kids have been like, the kids have obviously gone oh hey look at this it's our Nintendo here like we'll show you how to play it and then like the granny starts playing it and the kids are just like on board watching her now and they go off and play and do other things and she's still still upstairs just playing Nintendo that would literally be me it's like well I think that your grandmother I think your mother's brilliant yeah well if she's so brilliant then why is she sitting in the neighbour's car (laughs) I mean that would also be me as a grandparent as well like what what do you mean I'm in the wrong car (laughs) so fair enough I suppose this is this film's way more realistic than I actually give it credit for so I, I figured that would be me so I think it's about time that we start thinking about giving this film a rating I'm gonna have to take a drink first it is warm it's warm. I'm sweating so bad. Mm. As, a, um, as a health and safety note, kids, I don't know if you're still listening to this when the heat wave is going, and even if you aren't, it is still good advice, but let me ask you this, if you are listening intently. When was the last time you drank some water? Hmm, think about that. Maybe go get yourself some right now. <laughs> I'm just looking out for you. Go get yourself a glass of water right now, right? You'll feel better for it. Whew. So, after that health and safety message is done with, so, as we do every episode, the person that hasn't seen the film you. gets me, <laughs> me, this time. I don't want to hear any complaints out of you for ages now. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. We're going to do a few more that I haven't seen that you have as well right. in the uh, coming weeks as well, I think. I do need to make up for my, um, let's say, previous dis- indiscretion of... Um, <laughs> showing you the never-ending story show me rubbish films so i do need to i didn't to, even uh, know what to say about never-ending story i was just sitting like mm, i don't even know how to talk about this film mm, <laughs> that was a hard one well i've got a couple a of others one. i've got a couple of others lined up that are never-ending story adjacent uh, that might be better why do you keep trying to get me to watch rubbish films they're not that but this is what i'm saying i don't know that they're why rubbish can't until we you just watch, watch them? flintstones v rock vegas I mean, we can do the official Viva Rock Vegas podcast if you want. <laughs> where all we do is talk Flintstones and Elvis. Long. I don't think that would last very long. Elvis wasn't in that. No, but I mean, that's why it's Viva they Rock Vegas. because it's for him to sing the song. <laughs> they actually couldn't. They actually couldn't afford to get the actual Elvis song. <laughs> now you've got a woman. I don't even know who the woman is. But it's, I, I liked it. I thought it was a good version. I'm not going to hear anything about this film. I don't want anybody to say anything bad about it. I actually think if we made Trust a... me, I know what's good for me. I know. 
I know what's good for if me. We... I know not to say a bad thing against Viva Rock Vegas, okay? <laughs> if we we've made... learned this oh, out of all of the episodes of this podcast that we've done, we have gradually come to learn that you do not insult Viva Rock Vegas. If we made a Viva Rock Vegas podcast, we could probably actually get Stephen Walton on it. <laughs> He's literally doing nothing. <laughs> He's got a Hannah Montana tattoo on his arm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah. We can't get Steve Martin on the podcast, but we can get the guy that's got the Hannah Montana tattoo. All right, okay. That's where our niche is. That's where our level is. All right. What, what, what is it? That, what is it? What is it they say about shooting for the moon? Because if you miss, you'll land in the stars. Yeah, I don't think that applies to us here. No, you, we we know our wheelhouse and we know to stick to it. Fine. Shoot for okay. Steve Martin and you land in Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> we'll get a Stephen of some kind. <laughs> Whether it's Martin I like or Baldwin. I like him better. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> uh... So, as we do every episode, the person that hasn't seen the film gets to give that film a rating. But every episode, what the rating is out of changes. So, <laughs> you get to ask me another question. I think this is a... I, I'm, I'm still convinced this is a bit that you're going to do. But you get to ask me the question. What are you going to rate this film and what will it be out of okay well i'm very glad that you asked i actually really like this film i i liked it more than i expected to i because it wasn't really a well-known steve martin film to me no. so it's like not one of his more popular ones and i figured you know, if this film had such a such an impact before, I probably would have heard about it or known a little bit more than I did yeah, about it. There's got so many people in it. I well. literally didn't know that this film existed until you told me about it. Weird. It's like it's got such a famous cast. So I, and famous. this is the thing. This is why I'm so baffled by it. Yeah, I don't think it was a big I, hit, to be honest. I, I don't know why, because it was know. so good. And like, I what never did you think heard about the um, I just remembered. What did you think about the bit when Keanu Reeves was doing his like really serious speech about you you even have to have a license to go fishing? I know but and anybody that's... can be a dad. And Do then you know he does what? this like shake like <laughs> like shakes it off and he's like anyway <laughs> It was like he was shaking off the sensibility yeah. that he had, you know? It was like he was shaking off like the actual maturity. He's like, where did that come from? Yeah. But no, I mean that is the quote of quotes from this film if you're going to take anything away from this film it's that like he has his what i call silent bob moment yeah because in every film that kevin smith makes silent bob is silent throughout the film but he'll come in with like one nugget yeah. of like golden knowledge towards the end and then like drop that and then leave mm. and it's like that's the silent bob moment and that was like his moment in this like, saying you know you have to have a license to drive a car you have to have a license to own a gun <laughs> you have to, you even have to have a license to go fishing but they'll let any old person be a father and i was like damn that's some <laughs> real words of wisdom right there that was that's that was a um that was a jerry's last thought from jerry springer that one yeah <laughs> now it, and now it's time for my final thought <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Is he still alive? I don't know. <laughs> I genuinely don't know. 
Remember I know when, that they remember did. Remember when they did the Jerry Springer the musical? I was literally about to say, do you remember Jerry Springer the musical? That flopped so bad, didn't it? Oh. Do you remember when his bodyguard just decided to have his own show? Like, what was that all about? The bodyguard Weird. of Jerry Springer doesn't know anything about, like, Psycho. Like, he's got no idea. Nothing. And they just give him his own show because he was the bodyguard of Jerry Springer. Mm. So at least it didn't flop as hard as Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. But, wow. you know. That didn't technically even make it out of previews. Well, Jerry Springer barely did. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what am I going to rate it? I think, because this film took me by surprise so much, and I'm still a little bit like, whoa, in, in a Keanu Reeves whoa. fashion. Whoa. whoa. Because I'm still a little bit like that over it, I think I am actually going to give it four stars. Oh, well done. Four, four, sorry, four. I'm going to give it four, but, yes, not four stars. stars. What are you talking about? Sorry, I'm, I'm going to give it four. I'm going to be out of... I think I'm going to give it four electric ear cleaners. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a little bit of a daunting task, having four of those. Yeah. Especially the size that it was. But, you know, there are some people. There are some people <laughs> yeah. that might have a collection of them. But yeah, I'm going give it, to give it four electric ear cleaners. Jerry Springer is still alive, by the way. Oh, that's good. That's good. We haven't lost him yet. No. That's, that's good to know. Good to know that he's still out there helping people. <laughs> he's uh, helping. Helping in, you know. He's 78, so any time now he's probably going to be a dad if uh, Steve Martin doesn't <laughs> He's been speaking to Steve Martin too much. <laughs> so does, does four please you? Is that kind of what yeah, you expected? Yeah, I think four is quite fair. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, cool. I think that's I think that's pretty fair because yeah, yeah, yeah. it just makes me laugh. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of bordering having a really eighties feel about it and having a really nineties yeah, feel like about stuck it. In the middle. It is very much kind of caught in between them. I think it's way too late to be a classic eighties movie. Yeah, but it's too early to be a classic 90s movie. Maybe that's why it didn't do so well, because maybe people were just a bit confused about where it fit at the time. And, and, you know. I think everyone at this point was so caught up in the action films of these kinds of years that this... Or they wanted to watch things that were from, like, a younger perspective. So they're all, like, teenage, coming-of-age type films in the 80s. Yeah. And this was from a different look, like, viewpoint. And it just didn't kind of land as well. I don't know, but yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's strange got... because I've liked it since I was young as well, so I was yeah. a teenager. So I wasn't even, probably not their demographic, and I didn't know I didn't have children. But it just made me laugh. I just liked the kids. I, and this is the thing. I think it's, I think the most interesting thing about this film is that the older you get when you watch it, the more relevance it has to you and your life and like there are parts of it that become funny for different reasons yeah i feel like anybody like what loads of different people can can like it and watch it yeah i think yeah i just like it excellent well excellent excellent wow (laughs) thanks keanu for dropping in that one more time thank you uh we appreciate you being here. See, why are we trying to get Steve Martin on when we've got Keanu Reeves right here already? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there's no reason. I don't know. So there you have it. Parenthood gets four electric ear cleaners from me. And if you've seen the film, you know exactly what that's a reference to. Spoiler alert, it's a vibrator. <laughs> that's the joke. But 
what do you all listening out there think? Do you think that this is a film that everyone needs to see and it spans generations and there's something that no matter what age you are, you will find something to like about this film? You can watch it with your parents, you can watch it with your kids, and there's something that you can relate about it with together. Or do you think that this is a film that really passed you by because of the whenever it got released that it just wasn't popular enough for you to see or you're maybe hanging on to it until you have kids and it becomes relevant to you. Would you like to see us do the official, unofficial Lizzie McGuire podcast? And if so, you will need to get in contact with us. And you can do that through our social medias. I am at Drew Bridger. At Amberinch. And use the hashtag BTTRpod to let us know when we are being talked about on the internet and whether you are Lizzie McGuire yes or Lizzie McGuire no. And you can also use this means to suggest any other films that you think we should be taking a look at in the future and telling you our opinions on. If the listeners have enjoyed this episode, Amber, what else should they do? They should like, subscribe and review on your podcast service and rate five stars. Also follow at BTTR Podcast on Insta. On Insta. Because <laughs> we might st- we might just start putting up polls on the Instagram. Polls? Polls. Not polls, <laughs> not like, like polls, but polls, as in voting polls. Oh. Oh. <laughs> just, just pictures of polls. Famous Polish people. <laughs> Famous Polish people. We're just going to put up pictures of famous polls <laughs> on our uh, on our Instagram. No, we might do voting polls and stuff on our Instagram. Maybe keep a lookout for that, but you'll only know that if you follow us on Instagram. So that's what you got to go and do. And uh, make make sure you do leave us a nice, healthy, high star rating because podcasts like this do thrive on word of mouth from good folk like yourselves. So. Maybe this is a podcast episode that you can share with the rest of your family as they grow up and take their steps into adulthood and parenthood themselves. But until our next episode, Amber, I don't know if you've realised this, but he he's, he's ruining the show. <laughs> he's, he's ruining the play. He's ruining the play. The amount of times that that's been said about me <laughs> throughout oh. this podcast. He's ruining the show! Play! <laughs> Man, it's hot though. It's so hot. I feel like I want to go have a shower now.